welcome to the Elephant in the Room, the Black Creative Experience podcast, where we have straightforward combos with Black visionaries, as well as Black wellness practitioners from around the country on the preservation of Black history through cultivating fine art, collective healing through holistic medicine and nutrition, or inspiring others through community service. Welcome and thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Muffy Rainbow Post, and I'm not very good at the small talk, so let's get straight into it. was a long time ago but that song still rides shout out to hall and oats for the method of love a true sold out classic welcome to the elephant in the room black creative experience podcast i am your host muffy rainbow puffs and on this episode We are kicking it and getting put up on game on how to create a healthy balance between love, ambition, family, and still make time to be a dreamer. My favorite power creative couple, Jessica of Jessica Denae Art LLC, and her main man, Fitz of Hiroshi Bros Skate and Supply Company. Please, please, please don't miss anything in this episode because they really share a lot. This particular one is longer than most of my previous episodes. I tried to keep them about at the 30-minute mark or less, but Man, they were just dropping so many keys, so many gems, brick on a brick on a brick on a brick. Like, dang, like, they were sending them off on this one. So please tune in. I hope you are just as inspired as I was hearing their story. And uh, tune in. Let's go learn something. My great hope is to laugh as much as I cry, to get my work done, and try to love somebody 
and have the courage to accept the love in return. All great achievements require time. Maya Angelou Romance is described in two ways. A feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love or a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. That second definition is hitting pretty hard for me. I don't know about y'all, free spirit life. But as accustomed as I am to galloping in the wind, I love life. I love people. I love new experiences. And love uh, just hasn't been something that I've ever really had time to get around to, honestly. (laughs) Not to say I'm opposed to it. Don't threaten me with a good time. If I meet someone who wants to gallop in the wind too, I'm like, hey, you know, you a stallion, I'm a stallion. Pony gang, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. But y'all know me. I'm not very good at small talk. On this particular segment, I talked to Jessica and Fitz a little bit about the origins of their relationship and what first initially attracted them to each other in the first place, a little bit of their background, how they grew up, and how that influenced how they interacted with each other. Just a lot of good stuff. Like, they just dropped so much in this, in the first 10 minutes it's like whoa so um let's dig in and get straight to it how do you keep that connection alive and stay connected with each other and keep the work out of it like you said having your own personal accomplishments is nice but y'all have to be on a team completely separate from that we honestly three things what are three things we share our ideas with each other like all the time true and never once have i told him i thought any of his ideas were like stupid or anything i just go oh okay that's tight you know because you want to whenever you always whenever she gives me an idea of something she wants to do Everything starts off as an idea. Mm-hmm. No matter how crazy that shit sounds or how like logical, everything starts off as an idea. So from the idea, something can happen. Yeah. And plus, I always like you know me personally as a person. Like if somebody tells me like, man, I'm I'm gonna build this bridge over your house. So I was like, bro, I want to see that. Like, let me see that. Like, I encourage anybody to do anything, and especially with you being in a relationship. I think the number one thing is just like she said, like, you have to be on each other's team, like, even if you feel like, man, I don't think anybody will buy that if you made it, but still, let them make it. Yeah. Because. I'm not going to say, like. What, 10 people won't buy, one person may, like, 10 people may pay $10 for it, but one person may be like, bro, I'll pay you 100 for that shit. Right. Yeah, and that's my thing. I'm like, I'm never going to say. You know, everybody has to go through a trial and error. I'm never yeah. going to say anything, any idea he has is stupid. 
and he does the same for me. Like we wholeheartedly, and that's wonderful. Believe. That's powerful. Because artistically, you can come up with some stuff and just be like, "Yo, I'm gonna do this," and you might be like. I think it's hard for I think that's hard for creative couples to do because a lot of time they is when it comes to the sharing ideas part it you you went from having a silent partner or Mm -hmm. to a silent competitor Mm. real fast it becomes about oh well you're doing this but you weren't over here talking to this person like I was but and you start it starts playing off of your ego yeah. once you start taking it there and I always think it's good that we're both in separate fields separate things but our fields always like end up intermingling especially with him having like so many connections but I think that's the other thing is like whenever he has an opportunity like, if he feels like the opportunity is going to also benefit me, he'll tell me about it. But he leaves that decision yeah. up from up to me to yeah. make. So, that's amazing. So, number one is share ideas while breathing life into them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. putting each other in positions to win while striking while the iron is hot, so yeah. to speak. Know, while the inspiration is there yeah, you know because it's a, you know just like i said like it's a team game like if i'm about to go make some clothes or whatever and i'm gonna go design some stuff for these people he might ask me about the design or the logo exactly or like if i'm like hey you know my this model may need makeup she's a makeup artist somebody may need some graphics done she's a graphic artist i need somebody to sew this she's a seamstress so I always want to, I always try to, anytime I can put any money into her pocket, that's always good. That's and you're not threatened by it at all. Nah, you're man, putting her good. on. A lot of people nah, get threatened by all the things you can do, even if it's just your friend that you're <laughs> creating you with. But that was, that's one of the things that he yeah. liked about me, though. Yeah, like, that was the like that like, like, you do everything. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, that's honestly why I like 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 I mean, of course he was like attracted to me. Yeah. Yeah, but he also I don't want an accessory as a you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be out here doing all this important stuff and people looking at you and they're like, So what does your girlfriend do? Or what does she do? And it's cool if you have a other that's like just a stay at home and you know like takes care of things but i know she's not that, that person i know so he's she not gonna can, treat me that way like that i know she can go like create some stuff like this so why would i be like oh yeah she just be in the house chilling no nah, bro she don't she does a billion things and you need to pay her for one of them that's just how i feel about it so anybody who don't want to help the other get money is or like even just be in a better position like with like we're a team if i'm moving up she needs to move up like that just shows the baby that wow you know like my parents really was about that like mom and dad was putting each other on money now what about your parents are your parents both movers and so shakers my father he was he came here to the states my father was he helped people get elected like in new york he was you know, a quiet politician. He was the idea man, kind of like where I get it from. He was just quiet. He knew a lot of people. He could connect you to people. He could show you. He was like, hey, you know, you want to talk to them to get this movie. 
and everything. But at the same time, he had his peace of mind and he chose just like regular jobs. Like I remember when we moved here to Georgia, he chose to just be a janitor. Just to be to himself and gives himself peace of mind. He was a thinker, so he worked overnight. He would clean Kroger and Piggly Wiggly and stuff and both the floors. And he would come home during the day and tell me ideas and stuff. That's all I was like, oh, okay, cool. So when I got older and like my mom, she was a substitute teacher. She was a nurse. She, everything from theater, she sang, she did acting. So stuff like I was always surrounded by like people. people to like right. go do what you want to do. So I, so I can never just like be like, oh man, like growing up. I had five sets of encyclopedias, and they were punishment tools, but after a while, I would read them. So, you know, like, you got older, you know, you get smarter and everything. So, I always took that as my parents definitely groomed us to go out and do whatever we want to, because they never told us, like, if we wanted to sign up for something, like, they didn't have a lot of money, but they were just like, yeah, you know, you can sign up for it. Like, they made sure yeah. you went on every field yeah, trip, every, but, had every experience. Yeah, but if you quit... One thing, like, how a lot of parents was just, like, you know, I never let my kids quit. My mom and dad, one thing they did always do, they always let us know the repercussions of quitting. Because when I quit, and then I wanted to go rejoin when all my friends were doing this and doing that, they was like, you gave it up. So that teaches you, if you stick into something, stay with it. And I always took that growing up. So that's how they were with all of us. They were just like, if you want to go do something go do it because it's nothing like we're not stopping you from doing it mm -hmm. ever so that's how I was growing so it was very easy then when Jessica came along and you're like oh okay like we vibing we chilling yeah, it like, was very easy for you to be like alright I can invest in this yeah because I like the fact that I what did you like about her the, what are the first the top three things you liked about her when you first met her when I first met Jessica, this was high school. So, I liked hair. She, she had a lot of it. And I was just I was like, alright, that's cool. <laughs> so, she was a natural black lady. She was, yeah. She, see, because we went to private school, and it wasn't a lot of... A lot of the black chicks that we went to school with, like... It was weird, because a lot of the black chicks either didn't want to talk to you, because you were a black dude that went to private school, so, like... Your credibility was kind of shot like, oh, no, we just want to talk to the boys in public school. Or, you know, like, a lot of the black chicks were just really on some, like, hmm, I don't really deal with black boys like that. So I was just like, damn, that's crazy. So, of course, when I met, first of all, I knew her pops was the dad officer. So I was just like, man, I ain't going to just try to talk to just talk to her daddy is the P.O.P.O. So we're not doing this. <laughs> but, um, she was... First, she was real cool. Like, she was very artistic, and that's really what drew me to it. Because when we had Black After, History when class, we took African American studies together, and he sat behind me, and I was just like, I was that kid in high school that would doodle and just like give people random doodles. So he sat behind me, and I'd be like, doodle, 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 and I'd be like, here. So like, I was really like <laughs> excited to get to class. Like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, you know, like, I just had, like, a whole bunch of, like, random stuff. She would just, like, draw some shit. Like, I was the awkward I drew boy, a, girl. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I drew a ladybug doing this. I was like, oh, that's tight. And I just, you know, have these pictures. And I was like, you know, Jessica's a cool person. And at one time, it was a weird situation that happened to where, like, Jessica. All my friends. Yeah, like, all of her had, friends. Had, had a crush on him. And I was like, I'm not going to, like. I, I think I stopped talking to you for a little bit yeah. because of it. Because I was like, it's too much. And you probably just liked her more. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and then I was just like, well, Jessica didn't like like that. So it's all good. So her and I just always been, like, real cool. And then we didn't really express feelings for each other until, like, after both of us graduated high school. And she was a year before me. So, like, she had she was in college a whole year. And I was still in school a whole year. And then after that, that's when she just, like, so the distance made the heart grow on grow, grow fonder. However, that saying goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but remember, we were still like doing our own thing at the same time. Like just right, but out. still, like yeah. even so, even we so, were never. Like, oh, like that person, they'll be in the back of your mind, and you'll go to we town. Never, and you're like, yeah, oh. we were always still in each other's like. Yeah. Tone. <laughs> like, yeah. So okay. I'm pretty. So I'm pretty sure this was he was cool about it. But over the years, he was probably just you know lurking a little bit, keeping it. There were like a couple of times like I would be like, I like you, but like I would say it at the wrong time because he just started talking to somebody else, and then I'd be like, oh, all right, I'm gonna back off. And then he like when he would tell me he liked me. I was already talking to someone else, so he'd be like, all right, straight on, back off. So that happened probably like two or three times. I was going to say, how many times or how many years was the timing off before y'all were able to know, get on track? I because we would have like significant relationships like that would last for like yeah. a year two, or yeah. two. And then we'd be like, oh, that didn't work out. How you doing? Like hey friend like you know like we would stay friends through the relationships like we could still talk to each other because we valued each other's friendships yeah because we were always like you know what that's what it is we were always like creatively bouncing ideas off of each other so that's kind of what so y'all kept a friendly rapport on top of just knowing y'all personally on top of y'all both knowing that y'all are both each other's type so mm-hmm. he's like okay who who is black woman over here okay she she in my environment yeah. and i know she didn't look like the other black girls because nah. the other black girls are probably straightening their hair and all that a lot <laughs> of them we had some that was from like straight from like countries in africa we had some from different places but they were all their own versions of like the american black woman and she was Definitely her own. Girl. I was my own person. She was, if I had to give it anything, like, <laughs> if you could, like, who is somebody off of, like, a classic fucking, like, oh, this is, uh, it's sad to say, like, Velma from Scooby Doo or something. <laughs> a nerd, like, a nerd that you just always see, and you just like, oh, that's. Because we always had to, like, our lockers were always by each other in high school, which I thought was weird. Oh, you want to know something weird? We actually grew up around the corner from yeah, each other. Yeah, we grew up around the corner from each other. <laughs> we went to the same Freaky. library. Yeah. Library, played baseball at the same, same park. park. Just never knew each other. Wow. Yeah. So, 
We were always in each other's vicinity. Yeah, so like we were always around each other. I liked her hair. She was definitely shaped different than every girl in school. So I was like, oh yeah, that's right. She looked like girls on the outside. Cool. I can get down with that. And plus, she was just a very like genuine person. Like she was just always. If you was like, oh what's up, just she was like, hey. Or whenever she did something, she was like, hey, I want to show you this. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, it was always something different, but something, like, it was something genuine to just, like, some some Jessica stuff. Like, I knew I wasn't going to get that with anybody else. And plus, when we got older, like, we hung out and stuff. You know, like, when you're out of school, you can go off and go do stuff, like. Like, I grew, but I was still the same person. Yeah, you know, like, still to this day, we still sit here and the same child stuff that we looked at when we would we'll sit here and watch it because it's like oh that's an interest to us like it's always stuff that I know if I'm interested about something she doesn't even have to be fully interested about it but she'll sit there and watch it and then after a while she'll be like yo that was crazy and while you were gone I watched this <laughs> so I always know like I have somebody to be like interested in something like she it's stuff that I shouldn't that I thought I'd never watch on TV and she'll leave, go somewhere, and come back, and I'm like, yo, I'm on like episode nine. Let me tell you what that girl did. Like, man, so you know, perfect was, example. COVID, we 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 decided we was gonna be country, country racist, and we bought. What did we get? It was we, uh, we, we bought the season day. of nine days. We purchased. <laughs> <laughs> we purchased 90 Day Fiance. Guilty, y'all indulged together in a guilty pleasure. Guilty that is pleasure together. Great. I love it. And <laughs> we laughed because that is the most hilarious thing ever. What about else have I gotten you into? Little Women of Atlanta? Yeah, like stuff like that. <laughs> stuff that I thought about. Never <laughs> I was like, That's what? so. And the funny thing is, I hate reality TV shows, but, like, I fell in love with 90 Day Fiance. Watching it with somebody makes it enjoyable. And it's always, you know, like, you know, we always, we like to have a good time together. So, that's always the important thing, like. So, y'all are, not only you bounce ideas off of each other and breathe light and speak life into them and encourage, like, action with it mm-hmm. you guys are able to play together you guys yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. laugh and yeah, make to. time okay. to Im- like be imaginative so, and yeah. explore together and that's yeah. awesome i think a lot of people get very serious when they get older I you agree. know i think it's important to keep some sort of like childlike joy or something that reminds you of your childhood in your life is one that fuels your imagination and two it just it grounds you. Yeah. So when stuff is like getting tough or like when you've been stressed out, like you know, we'll have those moments where we, where like just having something to laugh together with, uh, uh, like about with each other, really helps unify you. And especially having this baby now, cause I do more laughing at him. Oh God. Than anything, so it's just. <laughs> More than likely, this is the icebreaker of everything. Like, people He's like, what did the baby do today? And he'll just be in here just doing something like, you know, not even mad anymore. You laugh, man. Exactly. Like, I'll call from work and be like, what is the baby doing? 
Because that's going to make me a whole lot happier than what's going on here right now. <laughs> and I call him, I'm like, you want to see the baby? So, sometimes I get my video call with him and he's just in here doing stuff. And, you know, just talking to her too, like, during the work day, like, I'll duck off and, like, we'll call each other, like, I, six I make or seven a, times. Yeah, I make, a, I make a habit to call him at least by the middle of the day and then, like, near the end of his shift to, like, check up on him. Because I know how pressed he gets. I mean, this retail is especially retail during COVID. I'm like, I got to do a mental check. <laughs> like, bring him back down to the ground. Y'all just said two major keys. Uh, drop two major keys for the power couples that get lost. That you guys do all the time. That I picked up on. You bounce ideas off each other. And encourage them and not stifle them. A lot of power couples have a hard time doing that because it's hard for people to turn, no one to turn that competitiveness off. Mm. And uh, especially if it's someone that does something similar to what you do. You know, it's like what attracts you starts becoming the wedge when that happens. And then you say you check in on each other. A lot of people use work as an excuse and, you know, to get, well, work all, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. And that's usually the catalyst to a lot of situations dissolving for people. But saying that you guys made a pact yeah. by a specific time every day, doesn't matter what you're doing, to at least check in at least once because mm-hmm. you know you, they have a full plate to say, hey, you good? Always you do. ate something yet? Okay. Always. You hydrated? You doing? And that's important. I think that's a major key. You dropped a major key yeah. with that one. Yeah. And I'll say, like, I had really bad, like, um, postpartum depression. Right. And I think he, not think, I know he knew I was having a particularly hard day I was just tired you know and he had just started going back to work really and I was just getting used to him going back to work and I started feeling like very lonely and he called me you know it's still morning time like he just got to work he's like oh I ordered you some breakfast and I'm like he's like so watch out for it and I was like, oh, God, I'm about to cry. <laughs> that makes fun no, of me. No, that's powerful. But, um, you know, he told me he had bought me some breakfast. But he, what he had did was got a surprise for me. He got me some breakfast because, you know, I like food. But he got me a surprise, and the surprise came before the food. He got me a bouquet of sunflowers. And as soon as I got him, I just, like, started crying. I'm sure I freaked out the delivery person. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I was just holding the baby, and I just started boo-hoo crying. And it was, like, I think it was very validating because I didn't realize how, like, I knew I was stressed, but I didn't really realize how stressed I was. I knew I had probably snapped that morning, 
But I just, I didn't know. And as soon as I saw those flowers. You didn't know how stressed you were until someone did something nice. Yes. And because I was like, oh, they just put the flower thing on DoorDash. Let me be nice and send my girl some flowers. Because I haven't, because I was going to actually do that at the hospital. Yeah. But, you know, with ordering stuff at the hospital, I was just like, you know, we'll just wait. So, when I saw that, I was like, well, let me get us some breakfast. Because, I mean, like, you had just said it, like, the night before. You just like, it's just a lot. And I was just like, yeah, it is. Because he was a whole lot younger. Like, right now, he's like... Because like, he was, like, like, two months when you went yeah. back to work. And he was ready. He was like... I had, yeah. I had got used to him being at the house and, like, helping me out and everything. Because... What you were there for like the last month of me being pregnant and up to like yeah, his second shit. month, so yeah, yeah we was at home, for and that's a luxury. Wow, it's like you like yeah. just hearing you guys talk about that and just seeing the stress, like in yeah, your face, yeah. like just thinking about that time. I can only imagine what parents pre COVID had to do, and you don't even get three yeah. months, you know, yeah. barely. They, they act like it's a thorn in their side to give you that. So, wow. So, yeah, I was happy. This brought a whole new thing in perspective for my view for parents. Like, hats to you guys. You guys do so gracefully. But he, he definitely saw me that day, and it really made me realize how much, it's not that I never thought that he, that he didn't see me because he always has, even when I, don't necessarily see myself and dating him has made me like more learn to be more self-aware you know because I look at him and I'm like okay I see how peaceful you you know I know he gets mad and stuff but I'm like okay I see how peaceful you are I want to attain that you know so I try to like practice being very self-aware and stuff but like just seeing someone like see you mm-hmm. when you don't see your stuff like that was I notice every little thing about you like you probably notice yeah. when she gets yeah. weight when she changes her hair when she's whenever like, she's in the house zipping around doing something I know when she's just moving off of being anxious and I know she's trying to do something so, so I'm like, if I'm anxious he's like just go sit down I'm like don't get me and that's love that is He's like, give me the baby. That <laughs> is love. I just want to say that that's, that's a love that is something so pure mm-hmm. and unmatched, only second to what your parents feel for you. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. it's like, only your, it's like, the only other person for most of you is their parents like that pick up on the most subtle things. Like, you can't. Or people who are your relatives, you can't, you know, those people when you're like, you can't get one thing past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be that in tune with someone outside of your immediate family is just mind-blowing Shoot to me. Yeah. Like, I'm getting inspired just hearing that. It's like, wow. Like, like that's your job, to know that person. Like, before we, like, before we even dated, like, when we were just, like, dealing with each other... He would tell me, like, we knew. I think even though we dated other people, we knew we were going to eventually end up with each other. What was the turning moment where you just knew, it's like, okay, we're closing everything else off, it's just us now? Um, 
she was, let me see. I knew, before that, I knew I wanted to date her because where I am now, I wasn't back then and I had like a lot of nothing and she didn't care. But then like fast forwarded, she was gonna um, date this guy and he was just like, you know, he was pretty much telling her to to my understanding for what she told me. He was pretty much telling her like He was trash. Well <laughs> you can't have any guy friends, but I'ma keep all my chick friends and just live life. And I was just telling her like, Justin that's dumb. I was like And he was like, Well, if you get rid of your best friend, I'll get rid of my female friends. And I was like no, but then I think it wasn't even like that conversation because I knew I wasn't going to end up with this guy anyway because we were still in like the dating phase. Like I'd only went on like two dates with him at this point. So what it was, was I had like went to the bar with his younger brother because like we were actually friends, like me and his younger brother, we were friends. And I was like, I was talking to him, like, and I went to say, I hate him. I really did. And then I was just like, Freudian slip. I was like, God, I love your brother. And I was like, what? And I looked at his little brother and I was like, did I say, what did I, what did I, what did I say? So it just hit you. You're like, I love this man. Yes. <laughs> like I was going to complain. I was in the in the moment of complaining about him to his own brother. And then I was like, wait, did I just say I love your brother? And he was like, you just said you love my brother. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and I realized then, like, I felt like I couldn't be in a situation where I knew I wasn't going to be with this guy that I was talking about. Like, I knew that just wasn't going to work out. But the more I thought about it, I was like, you can't have a good relationship if you know that somewhere else in your mind you're going to be with this other person. I don't want to have an Erica Badu moment. Like, maybe in the next lifetime. Like... I don't want that. <laughs> I want that this lifetime. So. So what stops that from happening? Like, obviously it was a slow build, but even though it was a slow burn before, so simmer before it got the boil for those years um, <laughs> <laughs> to the boiling point. Now, what stops that from happening when you know you feel how you feel and you know it's what you want and it's like smack dab in your face? Is it is it feeling like you're not deserving of all of the things that you want? Is it being paranoid and like scared of it because it's a manifestation of the things that you want? Like yeah. what holds people back so long for I've always liked Jessica. But I knew when I was younger, 
the best way to put it is just that, you know, with me being, like, when I was younger, I was being young. I was out here with everybody. I was doing whatever I wanted to. And Jessica, I've always held her, like, a high regard. So, like, she was always, like, when I was trying to get with the girl or whatever, you know, like, being young, like, yo, you know, I'm trying to go chill with a girl. I was never trying to be like, I'm trying to go push up on Jessica like that. I always treated her like, oh, no, that's Jessica, bro. Like, don't. So, I always looked at her as, like, high standards. (laughs) So, whenever she would tell me, like, you know, like, she wanted to date and stuff, I was like, yo, I can't do that to you. Because I knew that if I ever dated Jessica, I had to date Jessica and be correct. So, so you loved her then? Yeah, Because you were trying to protect her from your bullshit. Much. Yeah, like... It takes a self-aware person to do that like and not be years, selfish. People... For years. And she hated me for it, for like... Yeah, like, it was time... Because there was a moment where we didn't talk for like yeah. a couple of months. Yeah, like, she was like... It was, it was time she hated me for it. But I knew that she was my friend. And I was like, I'm not... Like, you see how I mess up other things. And stuff like, don't let me, like, <laughs> don't let say me, it like that. Like, no, you know I mean, like, you know, like, don't let me, I don't want to do this to you. And whenever we decided to date each other, I was like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good to go. I'm where I want to be at. You know, I'm not 19, like, we was like 24, 25. Like, we were, yeah, yeah, like 24, 25 when we officially started dating and called each other, like, boyfriend, and girlfriend. So, like, I knew I was like, yeah. I was good to go by then, but in my younger days, no, nah, like, I couldn't have done that to Jessica. Like, she was, like, you know, like, she was a a good, like, went to school. Yeah, I was going to say, she was in school, she was Did at Scat's like, Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm not going to be the person to ruin what like, yeah, I oh yeah, it. you know, and it's like yeah. the girl yeah, that I got in front of me in class doodling is yeah. now at SCAD. I'm yeah, not getting like, that girl away. I'm not like the, I'm like the, I'm not gonna be the dude. That, like, yeah, bro, he started messing with like she started messing with him, and she stopped going to school. And like, oh, like no, nah, bro, like, cause I always felt like when she went to give yourself more credit. No, no, nah, nah, I mean, like you know, like I, I just really held her in such a high regard. I was like, I always thought just was gonna go off to school, like do amazing stuff and I wanted to see that for her and I was like you know I'm here making doing my stuff so let me just keep swinging this way you know when we kick it we kick it but I never just wanted to be like yo like be first of all she was in school in Savannah and I wanted to like I was young I I knew the person I was I wasn't it wasn't like I was gonna disrespect like her blatantly but I knew back then mentally I wasn't where I needed to be like I could easily go do something like then. you would have had the intent to go down and yeah. see her and might have went to the bar and yeah, like, hung out with a chick and like create a yeah. dumb situation yeah. for yourself all kind of dumb shit and I'll just be honest with you like that's something I was prone to do back then I was good at it she knows I've been in situations and I <laughs> told her about it and she just be like why did you go and I'd be like, well, it happened. And she, you know, she'd laugh, but at the same time, she'd be like, you know, that's fits. And she, un- I think after a while, she understood why I kept trying to shun her away. Yeah, but at, I did. at the very same time, I, I knew personally, I was like, the only way this is going to go one day is either we're going to be together or we're just not going to talk to each other one day. 
And because then, she's that, not gonna want to keep playing this whole entire thing. And I understood when we got older that, you know, like we ain't like twenty four, and you've been dealing with a person since she was eighteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, like you kind of like all right. Even if you start really young. Yeah, you're like you know I'm with you. Like I've been with you for a long time. We've been friends. And I think that was you know like we value each other's friendship. And I don't think I know that I didn't want to lose that first. That was that was always the driver force is we didn't want to ever lose each other's friendship. So when. I've seen people where they've allowed that to happen, both very goal-oriented people, all the same things you guys said. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful to start out that way, and then that breakdown in communication and encouragement happened. The lack of encouragement, along with the breakdown in communication, destroyed their relationship. Usually one investing, they picked the wrong deal. They picked mm-hmm. the career over the person and realized way later they couldn't cuddle those trophies, and that no one's effort like you said you don't want a person that when you're upwardly mobile like that and very active in your life yeah like you said you didn't want to be a person to just be like, oh what's your girl do uh she's pretty yeah like or, that's like you know. you know like we see a lot of that we see a lot of that you know not to discredit anybody but now in today's society you can just be a personality and look a certain way and so and like you know like everybody just takes you everywhere but like you can be talentless but yet we have people that have talent black women that we should celebrate and everything like this woman can sit at your house and paint you a picture cook you food do your hair sew this do that do that but we don't celebrate that woman that we got at home every day but yet you'll see shorty on Instagram like yo she fine as fuck, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, that's his old lady. Like, that's what we do. And I'm like, you know, like, I like the fact that whenever I show my girlfriend off, I'm like, and. <laughs> and. And. <laughs> Look at your face, more. says it all. Like, he looked over the top of his glasses. <laughs> like, and she can do this. Like, you know, like, that's a proud thing, like, how. You know, like, when he gets older, I'll be able to, like, you know, my son, he can, like, you always want to, the people that you care about and stuff, you definitely want to talk about them in high regards. Like, you know, my girl can do that. You know, like, my homeboys know, like, whenever somebody tells me something, I'm one of those people, like, I'm a true person from New York. I'm like, well, well, you know, my homeboy, I'll jump over your head, but... Oh, that makes sense. Of course, it's like you a a East Coast type dude or whatever. You don't want, it's like, oh, okay, she out here... Making stuff move and shake. Yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Like, I like the fact that if I feel like I came home doing something, she'd be like, oh, I did this today. I'm like, all right, that's what's up. <laughs> now, I'm not that tired. Now, I'm interested. I'm like, oh, for real? Well, let me see that. You know, like, I like... Sometimes we revive each other's day. Yeah, and that's really it. I think that's, that's very... That's, that's a really very good. interesting dynamic. I want to ask you, Jess, the woman's perspective... What is it like interact being in a situation with a person where is a mutual understanding there's chemistry there. It's a mutual understanding of suitability because compatibility and suitability aren't the same. Yeah. Like you can be compatible with something just because you choose to go for hang low, low hanging fruit, you know what I'm saying? Like it could just be on par 
because you just want to do the bare minimum versus something that's suitable for you where you know like you know something suitable for you when someone sees something like oh that's you or it's like or i thought about your you know suitable things or things that you see yourself in or other people see you in Mm -hmm. so rambling we kicking in but how do you deal with knowing that the timing is bad when you know all that other stuff on the back end like how do you ride that out without saying fuck it Um, to be frank (laughs) do Do you just have to know like what is it honestly like like we say our friendship was always like the headliner of everything so even you know we were young so even when we were like picking up or whatever like we always kept our friendship separate from that like because you can be physical with anyone but at the end of the day what kind of like bonds do you have with the person now let me ask you this how soon or later did you bring sex into the picture god like it was late it was super late because mind you we were friends in high school we were friends we didn't like, have sex for like i graduated high school in 07 we had three sex to summer so like she had graduated high school already so like we it was almost two three years yeah before we even yeah we i think that's major cool. Yeah. I think that's major, and I really do think it changes the dynamic when you take mm-hmm. that off the table and really, you're more likely, I think, to pick a good part. Yeah. When you're able to just see how they are. Yeah. When they're, you know. And I think that's why we, like, maintained our friendship, but, um, was it hard? Like, yeah, because I used to, like, joke around, like, for someone who didn't want to be in a relationship, you was always in a relationship, but then I'm like, I was in a relationship, too, so I'm just as guilty, I was in, like, I was in, like, a few good relationships, and I was, like, in, like, a few shitty relationships, I'm like, what did I do that for, and I'm like, you know, I think about it, I was like, I'm just as guilty as he is, but, uh, I think what it was, like, at the end of the day, like, we stayed friends, and I always valued his opinion, and he was one of the most consistent people in my life that was always, like, backing whatever I wanted to do in my life, and even then, we were, like, always bouncing ideas off each other, so that was, like, a consistent, like, a constant with us. Um... In terms of like, I think I did it like I did understand like we we would like date other people but then like it was just always at bad timing. That's honestly what it was. It wasn't that we weren't trying to date each other at one at it was one point. Like just grayed out. Like at one yeah <laughs> like at one point in time he like he was like I don't want to date you because I know I'm a trash person like. That's pretty much what it was. And I was just like, all right, I understand that. But then at one point in time, 
we were like very aware that we wanted to date each other, but we were dating other people. That's and so exactly what it was. for some reason it just never like I think we're both just really nice people. So we we weren't like, oh, you know, we should just break up with these people. We were like kind of, it was just kind of like <laughs> it was just like so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You know, all right. You know, you're not thinking things through. Like, you know. I think, like, we would hang out with each other and we'll both have, like, our significant others and we'll be like, all right, well, I'll see you later. See you later. Like, see like, you. Oh, we'll that's so like, awkward. And you're like, you're trying to respect, like, you know, you're trying to be respectful of the relationship right. and, like, of this new person. But, like,. <laughs> We talked about it, like, when we first started dating. Like, we discussed all of this the first year of us dating to make sure, like, this was not going to be something that was going to bother us, you know, um, in the relationship. But, like, it's funny because he was like, yeah, one of my girlfriends broke up with me because, like, she just knew how close I was with you. And I was like, but I liked her. Like, I thought they were going to be, like, she did. Together, together. I was down for her. She broke up with me. I remember and she that's the people, fun- people can tell yes. those types of things on the outside looking in, I think, even if you can't. To this day, like, she like she hit me up, like, not too long ago. She was just like, oh, congratulations on the baby, because she just had a baby. She was like, I told you you were just going to be together. I was like, you was... Spot, spot on. on. I was like, you were spot on. But I swore they were going to be together, because she was like, but oh, really... But she's very happy because, like, when she met you, she liked you, and Jessica liked her. Because like, <laughs> she I was heard. like a really cool female. <laughs> Your face when you and said like, it, you weren't. You were like. Mm. I was like, well, all right. He was know. like, this is awkward because, like, me and her would hang out. Yeah, like, whenever yeah, she came, like, whenever she was at the apartment, he was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I want to see her. Like, it's like, so you was look at his face. Yeah, I was like, like, I expected them to be cordial, but yeah, yeah, they it, so We both like, equally liked each other. So I guess I'm sorry if that was awkward. No, nah, I mean, like, you know, like whenever she broke up with me, like she broke up with me and she told me like a couple weeks later, she just like, you know, I, she was like, I just really feel that uh, you and Jessica are going to date each other. I was like, nah, man, it's just like my homie. Like, nah. Yeah, women can tell. You got to beware of the uh, homie homegirl. I mean, the uh, the homegirl girlfriend. You got to... But that was the funny part, because I really thought they were going to like, that she was going to be me. That's what I thought. Because I was like, I really like her. And yeah, here we are. But <laughs> yeah, she said it. She was like, she called it. <laughs> but um, you know, I think at one point in time we did, we were aware of our feelings, but like, it just kept getting off. And we are both like very nice people, and we didn't want like, even though like he went through his trash phase, I went through a trash phase. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think. Everybody might, not everybody, but, you know, I think we just wanted to be respectful of the people that we were dealing with, so we never... You're like, uh, 
damn. It's like, mm. yeah, it's always However, like. However, I am not gonna be that person. I'm just gonna let the ship sink whenever it's whenever it happens. I'm gonna see about that. <laughs> and so that was the thing. Like whenever like our like my relationship failed, I'd be like, hey, Vince, how you doing? And he'd be like, I'm in a relationship. I'd be like, all right, okay, cool. Let me. And then at like one point in time, like he was like, I, I, the one time that it could have happened, I was moving to LA. Yeah, I remember you. She moved like to LA, day. and I was just like, and we he was gone for a minute. Too. I was gone for <laughs> half a year, and he was like, he was upset. Yeah, I was mad. He was right. Well, no, sometimes that was what it takes. I remember another friend was telling me one person got a job that relocated them to a different state. They're at a place in their relationship. They're doing each other for like two years or something like that. And one of them was, they got, they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to uproot my entire life and all of that. And, and then they said, like that first week of their significant other being gone, they were like, well, it looks like I'm gonna make a life-changing decision. And yeah. <laughs> they moved and they got married and like all that stuff, like, the turning point, like, that's crazy how when it's right, it's right regardless if yeah. you think it's right or not. It's like, no, kind of like how COVID, it's like, Has no, it- everyone's gonna go home and Go back to the drawing board and think of something better because yeah. the world is imploding. <laughs> That's true. And literally, it happened. You know, I think it's even if you try to avoid something, if it, if it's something you got to confront, it's going to present yeah. itself. And I think that's no that's that's what happened though. Like it came we, to a head. It finally came to his head back to that Freudian slip where I was like, I hate your brother, but I said, I love your brother. And I was like, I have to talk about this with him right now. So I left his brother at the bar. I left his brother at the bar. (laughs) And I like drove like straight to his house. And I was like, we got to talk. And... I couldn't even say words because I started boohooing because, like he said, he knew it was only going to end up two ways. Either we were going to be dating or we weren't going to be talking again. I was coming to his house to say, we're not talking again. Mind you, I had no intentions of talking to or dating the guy that I was talking to at the time because, like, I wasn't going to deal with that anyway. So you really tricked No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, what it was, was I had a moment of clarity during that conversation Mm. where I was like, even if I don't date this dude, I don't, I can't date anyone else knowing that I have these sort of emotions for him. So I need to let him know, you know, I love you and you are my friend. But because I love you in a way that is more than as a friend, I feel like if I was to end up in any other relationship, it would be 
disrespectful for me to try to even build a relationship with someone knowing where my heart has settled. So I told him, I was like, if I can't, like, I'm not one of those people that has a gray area. I'm like, either it is or it isn't. And mind you, I'm boo-hooing because I realized what the situation is that I'm like... You're ready to finalize it either way. Yeah. At that point. Yeah, I realized the situation that I'm putting us in and I'm crushed because I'm literally thinking we're not about to be friends anymore. And I'm like, I'm about to lose my best friend. Like, like, I don't, I can't, best friend isn't even the thing to describe what he was to me at that point. It was something bigger than that. Like, I've told him everything about about me. Mm-hmm. He knows all the traumas I've gone through. Like, he's known, like, everything. Like, he knows my favorite color. He knows, like, my toppings on my pizza that I like. Like, everything. He can look at me and know what's wrong. Like, that... He was... I don't know, like, just like my spirit was shook, like, I was crushed, I was crushed trying to have this conversation, I couldn't even say the words, he literally stopped me, he was like, are you crying because you love me, because I hadn't even told him I loved him yet, he knew it, and he said, are you crying because you love me, you don't want this to happen, and I was like, yes 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 and he was like i love you too and that was like i was and that that was the that cemented it yeah and we were like okay we can't continue to like teeter-totter or like do this cat and mouse thing anymore like screw anybody else that we were talking to at that moment yeah that's true we had to like the next day i was I literally ghosted the dude that I was talking to because he really didn't even deserve like a me being like, hey, I'm not talking anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to give him like the courtesy of saying we're through because you were trying to make me choose between this amazing friendship and you like having like girls that wanted to fight me that I didn't even know. I have, I gained a whole new perspective. You know, I've never been in love before. I have the capacity to love. You know, I've liked, I've liked some people who didn't like me so much, you know. Some people like me, I didn't like them so much. You know, I like people, I cared about people who only liked me a little bit and vice versa. But, like, I can't, it's a lot for me to wrap my mind around feeling like that about somebody but I have noticed of just it listening to other people it's like you literally like it just makes you know the song we can't be friends like I really like yeah. it just that's where other we're people at talk about love is literally like when you truly love someone I'm just it's like you can't just be like all right you can be my homeboy still like Mm-mm. that wasn't it's going. really hard to compartmentalize like such intense emotions because a person that you feel that strongly for Mm. is 
not quite as deep as a friendship. For sure. Yeah. You know, not quite as, you know, it's, it's a little deeper than a friendship. For sure. Yeah. No matter how tight you hang with somebody. Yeah. And, that, and that's what it was because I'm like, you know, I... Uh, at that point I was like I don't even know if I can even say that we're best friends because I felt like it was something more than that and it's funny thinking about it now because I remember I made him mad so wow like, is that is- <laughs> because I, was, I used to be the person that I was like I don't believe in soulmates I used to be that person where I was like I don't believe in soulmates I think people have people they're like they can work with but now like you know as I'm as we progress more into our relationship and I'm just like that's some bullshit because I know how I was when I thought we were like about to not be friends anymore like you were my person like I was about to lose my person and I was just like torn is that really like a millennial thing though like I ask this question a lot like even when you know, like you said, you know, all of this chemistry, like, just chemistry on top of, like, there was no reason to not be hesitant in a logical sense. Mm-hmm. But yet, in so many different variations of it, it's like from bo- both of you, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, she was always that one person in the back of my mind, but I was still you know, looking over here, looking over there. I was over here a little while. I was over there a little while. Like, I can say is it just wanting to be double, extra, triple sure? Because we live in an age where we can literally look up whatever, like, literally we live in a world where we can filter everything to our preferences. So, I don't, I don't even think Does that I... necessarily play a role in it? Or is it, does it feel, is it a feel, a need to feel like, tying up loose ends i feel like the you don't hear about this so much with older generations you know only with people in our age bracket like under 40 it's like we have this paranoia about increase we create all this anxiety about missing out on something and i and i really feel like it's like is this a millennial thing like we just create all this anxiety about feeling like we can't leave with anything behind. It's like playing jacks, you know? It's like we want to drop the marble and grab everything at the same time, but we don't want to let anything go. I think I was ready before, like, he was, but at one point in time, it was like a, like, oh, you know, I realized, too, like, I was still in my little phase or whatever, but I think it it is like a tying of loose ends type ordeal. And I won't even say necessarily say that, but it's just like also thinking because it's like did either one of you guys thought the other would leave at uh, all during this process? Because this is a it's a no. it was a really long curve. No, that's the funny thing. No, no. The only time I thought interesting when Jessica went to California, I, I thought I was going to stay in California. I thought she was going to stay out there, and um, I started dating this chick, like. A month after Jessica left for California, I started dating this chick, and I was just like, I remember when I was with, so when I started realizing everything about, like, when I was with her and stuff, I noticed that her and I would hang and do stuff, and I liked her and everything, but like, he was like, this isn't Jessica. 
Yeah, I was he like, ah, damn. Like, <laughs> he was like, just cool. think this is cool. Yeah, I was like, in fact, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I was sitting in her bed one morning, and it's just Sunday morning. I got nothing to do. So I had wrote a joint, and for some odd reason, I wanted to look at. <laughs> Jessica went to California. I thought I was going to stay in California. I thought she was going to stay out there. And um, I started dating this chick. Like, a month after Jessica left for California, I started dating this chick. And I was just like, I remember when I was with, so when I started realizing everything about, like, when I was with her and stuff, I noticed that her and I would hang and do stuff, and I liked her and everything, but, like... She was like, this isn't Jessica. Yeah, I was he like... Ah, damn. Like, <laughs> he was like, Jessica would think this is cool. Yeah, yes. I was like... In fact, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I was sitting in her bed one morning, and it's just Sunday morning, I got nothing to do. So I had wrote a joint, and for some odd reason, I wanted to look at ferraris online and it was the ones that like you know how they sell it like oh you know this ferrari got dinged up or whatever and me being me being how i'm like you know i wonder how much it'll cost to get a dick taken out of a ferrari i'm like probably everything so just let me look at them so i'm sitting there scrolling them and i was like wow you know what i'm saying you can buy like a old ferrari for like 45 grand that's really cool you know it's like a key or whatever she drove the kid at the time. I was like, yo, like, you know, like, you got that brand new truck? She was like, yeah. And I was like, man, you know, you, man, you know, I can get, like, a Ferrari for, like, 35 45 And I remember her words where she was like, that's just dumb. And I was like, you know what? I have heard this in a long time, and I don't like this. Jessica would have been like, get a fucking Ferrari. Oh, really? Only forty five grand? That's all? That's what Jessica would have said. I was like, you know what? I don't think I like this too much. <laughs> You're like, I don't like this. I don't like the alt universe. Yes, because <laughs> she was like, with me being like creative and stuff, like I would, you know, like I would see something and I was like, yo. We know, always like, had like a childlike excitement for every, yeah, each like, other's stuff. Like I, she was always excited for me to like do something as I was with her. Like we could be out and because we both like art, we could look at something be like oh look at this you know this is cool or whatever if i was out with her i might find this part of the art interesting but she might just be like oh that's cool and after a while you're like oh damn this isn't the same i i i noticed the things that i did enjoy a lot i didn't enjoy as much because i didn't have this <laughs> yeah. around so i was like oh shit this is it huh so whenever her and i stopped talking i was just like oh like she was just like you know what i was like what she was like, I just think career-wise, I was like, oh, you got something to do? She was, I was like, man, that's cool. It's all great. <laughs> and she was mad. She was like, oh, you don't care? I was like, nah, it's straight. You know, you work for defense to do that. You know? Oh. Like, I can't. I was like, you work for the city. Have fun. Like, <laughs> do that. And you were like, go ahead, suit. Yeah. I was like, you know, go live life. Like, I was still, I was like, I think, you know, then I figured out, like, yeah, I like 
Jessica. So when she came back from California, California I was like, let's try to. And the crazy thing is, we like left it all. It's like I was mad. She was mad, but the day she, the day after she got back, I think she called me. And she I was did. Just like, I was what's like, up? hey, and I was like, what's up? No, because the funny thing was, his roommate called me. Trip called me, and he was like. Man, what's up with you and Fitz? Because he been walking around here like a poe dog. Like, y'all need to work out whatever y'all got going on. Like, because he saw I had came back to Macon, like, on Facebook. And he was like, y'all need to fix whatever y'all got going on. Because, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, all right, I'm going to call him. But we didn't even, that we didn't even immediately start dating after that. That's when I like, cause I had already started like. We made sure we got our our rift out the road and our agreement as friends that you know like we were still you know cause we've always been friends. So I think that's what we cause when you left, you know like we weren't dating anything. Then, no, like, but before I left, I think that's what made me mad. It was like when I left, he was like the night before because it was the night before, right? Or the week prior or something. I can't remember. But he was like, you know, if you weren't going to LA, you know. Being stupid, saying stuff I shouldn't have said. Shouldn't have. Because he was like, if you weren't going to LA, I really would have liked to have tried to have a relationship with you. And I was just like, said it and of course I was like yep now that she's definitely not going to talk to me. and I was like why would you say this before I go to California and then I'm like in my head I'm 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 going to California so I'm like thinking I'm actually going to like live and it's like you waited to uproot it, decide to uproot myself to be like mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I would have thumped you in the forehead I too. told like, you I told you back then I was just he wasn't thinking. I was just like, the fuck? I was just doing stuff. And so, I was like, um, for real. And so, I was an asshole. I ain't gonna lie. This lets you know I still had a lot of growing to do. Because when he said it, I was like, that's cool. Uh, but don't. <laughs> that's exactly what I said to him. It worked. I I had a vengeful spirit back then, y'all. That was a lot of growth. <laughs> but I said those exact words to him. He just got icy. This is what he was putting down. This is when he was open, holding the door to my car before I left his apartment before I left for California. Those were my last words. That had the sting. (laughs) I went back in the house and just sat down. And I was just like, so she figured I'm playing anymore. And I just got told. (laughs) I didn't call Jessica. I didn't call her like before she left to get on the plane the next day. Mm -hmm. Like that moment outside, we had stopped talking for For a long time. Until she came back. Until I came back. Like, we just took that moment as, like, yep, the hiatus, and I was like, well, well, and she was in California living life, and I was still here in Georgia, and whenever she got back, 
I think I was getting off work one day because I was working at Publix. And I was walking home and she called me. She was like, are you at your house? I was like, no. Why? She was like, because I'm back. And I just want to know you're at your house. I was like, well, I'm walking to my house. And she was like, oh, all right. And it was just so happened. I'm walking and I see her turning into the complex. So I was just like, yeah, she was by the house. So we got in there. We talked or whatever. And we hashed everything out because, you know, I realized that when I was dating Tierra, I was just like, no, I'm good on all that stuff. And I can't, you know, I knew what made me happy. And I knew I was comfortable. And, you know, in a relationship, you definitely want to feel comfortable. You definitely always want to feel good or whatever. And that's how I felt with Jessica. So it was just a matter of keeping it real with yourself and not being in denial. That's really what it was, because it's like I always told her before, I was like, I would, like, don't, like, I used to tell her don't like me. Yeah. Because I was just... So you were self-sabotaging in the way, and... And I threw it back at him when I left, because I thought that was the last time I... So she just wanted to... So you were (laughs) self-sabotaging in a way, because... Your anxiety, your was, your anxiety was driving you crazy, yeah. and you were self sabotaging because you were withholding. She was yeah. doing too much, and you weren't doing enough at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I had anger issues, so I was like, "You gonna feel this burger?" <laughs> so that's what happened. I was like a very vengeful person, like back then, but but y'all still work. But with all the things that y'all do to, to to sustain your relationship during that time and even now, like even with being significantly less emotionally mature as we all are in our early mid twenties, we still to be able to. It's very few people in life you can grow and level up with like that, ascend with like that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that y'all were present enough to do something about it in enough time, because I I tell you what, I know people, I know like three, four generations, different generations of people who have missed out on a love like y'all have because pride and things, they waited too long to fix things Mm -hmm. and the other person that was really there eventually left and crossed and got so far out that they didn't come back. And I know people to this day, they created whole lives with people like this Jared person created whole lives with people like that. Just looking out the window like Squidward at (laughs) Patrick and Lunchbox just running down the street, living their life. Because they didn't take the risk. They either didn't take the risk or they didn't wait out their anxiety. Mm-hmm. So you know, but the crazy thing was like, I questioned where you going to like had I not because when I came back I had already started talking to dude that was in Atlanta. If I hadn't been dating him, would you have like the other dude <laughs> sniffing around? I'm sure put fuel on the fire. Had I mean, to. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like whenever you came back. I was already talking to the other dude. Yeah. Yeah. But you had came back and I was just like, nah. 
You was still kind of mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. I was just like, alright, you know, I'm going to let you have this, you know, because, you know. <laughs> like, every time. And also, I was mad because, like, okay, like, th- this is how you do. We should have dated each other. Like, at one point in time, like, I was doing his hair. Like, I got his hair from, like, a fade to this massive afro. And while I was in California, I, I did a little Facebook creeping. <laughs> and I saw he had cut his afro off. Oh, I was so mad. I was like, oh, you cut that afro off that I helped grow. <laughs> and I knew he did it because I think he th- knew I was going to see it. I was like, I, 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 I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and get it. I used to like wash his hair, condition it, detangle it. Like, yeah, yeah. out. It was like y'all was twinning. It was super safe. Y'all were. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, yep, first thing. You were like, that's the first thing to go, right? <laughs> he, like, he cut it off like like the next week. Yo, I, you left, and that weekend I got a haircut. You cut, yeah. Because I saw it like the you next like, week. You're like, erase my past. And you're like, no, your feelings is hurt. <laughs> I was like, mother. When you cut your hair, you were like, I had oh. got a clean fade. He had got a fade. Like, it was low. And I that's was like, no, he was feeling it. And I remember I just said, and I remember I just put like my public cap on. I remember I got to work, and I was like, "You got a haircut?" I was like, "Yeah." And I remember Roger was just like, "We don't want you to be sad or something." <laughs> <laughs> right, your old scruffy ass. Like you look at him, and it's like, "What going, Ross? The like the beard, everything. Like, you are not like, a clean cut dude." Roger was like, "I didn't want you to be sad or something." I was like, "Nah, man, chill." But that's what it was. I was just like, "Let me cut my head." yourself and be supportive because you know yes you want to stay your individual self but it's not just you so be supportive and you know find a way to include and uplift the person that you're with like allow them to still do their own thing but find a way where y'all can like 
you know what I'm saying? But you're together. So. Yeah, efforts. Open dialogue. Mm-hmm. Play together. Like, literally create yeah. e- with each other. Mm-hmm. And make time for your own hobbies while supporting your partners. Mm-hmm. True. And I think those are great, great ones. Those are really great ones. And Jessica, where can we find you? Um, my art. I do art. I paint. So my art Instagram is J E S S I C I C underscore A R T underscore D E N A E. So. And all Jessica this is gonna be in the description too. All the tags, all the slash, HTTP slash, all of that. So Jessica Danae art was already taken, so I had to switch. Really? switch. Yes, awkwardly. Random. Yeah. You know, you know, there's a bunch of yo gabba gabba muffs too. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of yo gabba gabbas. So I had to put muffs wow. when I first created. And my name has been my name for like since I've had that page for like five plus years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Where can we find you, Big Fits? Um, Instagram handle, the Planet Wolf. Um, you know, definitely come through, check some stuff. Uh, I got Shop Hiroshi's. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other handle at Shop Hiroshi's. That's my skateboard brand that was starting up here in Atlanta. Got some um good collaborations with some people coming up, some well known folks. So definitely stay tuned and you know check me out definitely follow me man you know i'm always looking at people's stuff i always i i do a lot of my business through instagram and social medias because that's the age now so definitely everybody check each other out you know what i'm saying definitely use that to your advantage and also i'll be at the girl to girl group uh holiday market november the is it the no. ninth or seventh? Se- se- well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You gotta go to Insta. Baby, you gotta IG. Instagram yet. I can't believe he slept through all of this. Oh, we're gonna be up talking. We're gonna be up talking. It is. All right. It is November the 7th. Okay. November 7th? It is November the 7th, so y'all got time to save money. Yay! <laughs> she will be there selling art. It's a, a girl-to-girl group, if y'all haven't heard of it. I, I got to promote them because I found, like, an amazing sisterhood uh, with them. They're, it's a women's networking group. Um, It's a lot of amazing women um in the group. And so much love. Like yeah. I was like, man, everybody rap with each other. It's all love. Everybody breaking bread with each other. Everybody like oh, my homegirl table two doors down, you know, she mm. got this. And, you know, people break bread, shop money, it's no the energy's just light. It's like, hey, we're all here, we're all entrepreneurs. True. We're all strong women here who support each other. So please check out uh, girl to girl market. It's a really great experience. It really is. And, you know, I wanted to close out with a few words. I just wanted to say that I hope that everyone listening was just as inspired and 
by their love story as I am just to this day great people amazing chemistry and you know sometimes you don't always have a role model or situation to model after but just because you start off in a certain environment doesn't mean that you're unable to grow and create something beautiful despite of what you know so you can create the love that you want sometimes you have to create something that you when you're unable to find it so never feel like you're defunct or damaged just because you can't find what you're seeking because sometimes it's up to you to create it and you can create a healthy relationship so mm -hmm. keep the love alive keep communication open and have a good day or evening goodbye Wow, every time I hear their story, I just get so juiced up and energized with so much love and positive energy, man. Such a beautiful story. I hope it was just as inspirational for you as it was for me. Don't forget to check the description located in the bio of their contact information. Support Black Business, y'all. One of the most talented, humble, just divinely radiant couple I've met of my generation. They're actually one of the first uh, millennial black couples I've ever met that had a very fluid, spiritual relationship uh, and one very, one very much to admire. Just wonderful people. And remember, y'all, families that create together can design a nation. Take care. Ow.